Hello and welcome to the Richard Grannon Podcast with me, your host, Richard Grannon. Hello and welcome. We are here today joined with my good friend, Mr. Danny Wilson. Hi there. And we're going to be talking about um, a problem that I have that I have not shared with you, a personal problem. And uh, we're going to discuss a a potential solution for it. We're going to talk about it here because I think it's not just me that has this problem. A lot of people who have CPTSD, we develop different sort of trauma responses to cope. And uh, some of us develop um, in a sort of a fight-flight response mode, a tendency towards being uh, hyperactive, developing a bit of an ADHD approach to um, dealing with tasks during the day. I don't really like the term ADHD that much. I'm not not big into it. No, not hugely. Um, But I like, there was another term I learned. Okay. When I was putting the bins out once in Heswell, it's a true story. Stop it. Just the bin. It's not a euphemism. I've, I've known you for that long that I just don't know where this is going. <laughs> I was That's putting some human body parts yeah. in the bins, Danny. Jesus Christ. No. We're, being, we're being filmed. <laughs> it was a normal, it was just a recycling day. Yes. I put the bins out and it was a bright sunny day and my neighbour over the road uh, let on to me and said, hello, mate. And we had a bit hello, of a chat that. and it found out that he was a retired psychologist. And... um I told him what I was doing with narcissistic abuse and all that. It was back in 2015. And uh, we got onto the subject of ADHD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, do you think this is a legitimate diagnosis? And he was like, well, it's a model for what does happen. He says, when I talk about it, I don't call it ADHD because it sounds like a medicalized term. I call it adrenophilia. So you're in love with your own, stop it, not necrophilia, adrenophilia. You're in love with your own adrenaline and you do things like to keep your adrenaline pumping all the time. That's interesting. Yeah. So you don't have to face like more negative emotions or yeah. grief or feel sad because yeah. you're always stressed out. And I, well, we've been talking about this for a while. I use caffeine too much. When I was into drugs, I always yeah. like stimulants. Yeah. I never like downers. Yeah. I wanted to go up, well, up Everybody up. wants to be up, don't they? Nobody yeah. wants to come down. No. No, well, I never understand like potheads and no, ketheads. Never, I'll never, I'll never, never get that. Why do why, you want to? Why would you want to? Why would you want to be everything to slow down? Why yeah. would you want to just be not able to do anything in a club? Yeah, in a k. Sounds, sounds like a right laugh. Yeah, sink into a k hole. Yeah, in a club. Yeah, you must be tremendous fun. Yeah, just lie there dribbling. Especially, especially for us after the door work, mm. ten fifteen. Because you imagine feeling totally vulnerable in a nightclub. No where all the ninjas no, can come and I can't cope with it. Time. No, you want to be beaked up with your back to the wall, which is how we normally are in a club. Like that, what? Are you all right, Dan? Yeah, I'm, I'm having a great night, are you? Yeah. <laughs> we actually got told off by your girlfriend. Yeah. That's how we went yeah. out, didn't we? Yeah. So could you two stop looking like a couple of yeah. off-duty bouncers? Jesus Christ. No, we can't. Will you two stop covering each other's arcs <laughs> and just relax? You know where the fire doors are. It's yeah. absolutely fine. You've checked them 15 times. Settle down. <laughs> Those lads look a bit funny, Dan. Yeah, I don't know. I've got my eyes on them. So anyway, <laughs> I think I'm a bit hyper and a bit of a workaholic, bit of an adrenophile, and I use too much caffeine. Yeah. Sometimes I use pre-workout. Sometimes I use the uh, the fat burners. I like, I'm in a habit now where I wake up and then I'm seeking stimulation. Mm-hmm. I'm seeking to, you know, get a spike. And I, um, at the same time, I can hear myself complaining about insomnia. Yeah. What is the half-life of caffeine in the human body's system, Dan? Dan. <laughs> Daniel. I like this, I like this new one. <laughs> uh, so the half-life or the... So the half-life is how long 
it's active in the body for. The quarter life, obviously, is how long it takes for the amount of the of the chemical in the system to reduce down to a quarter. Yeah. With caffeine, it's 10 to 12 hours. Right. So the way that, the easy way, the easy maths, shall we mm. say, is if you have four cups of coffee mm. between nine and 10 mm. in the morning, 12 hours later, nine and 10 at night, you've still got about one cup of coffee, one cup of coffee's worth of caffeine having the effect on the brain. So there's an amount of time it takes for 100 milligrams of caffeine to go through. The other day I took a pre-workout called Naughty Boy. Mm. 350 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. So what you're saying is the more caffeine in the system, the longer it'll take to sort of tuk, 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 filter through. No, not necessarily the more caffeine. It all takes the same amount of time to filter oh, through. Okay. However, if you have... If you're 500 milligrams of caffeine, yeah. 12 hours later, yeah. you're going to have, I've opened myself up there for showing how rubbish I'm at maths. Yeah. What's a quarter of 125? Yeah. So you're going to have 125 milligrams of caffeine. At maths as well. That was fast mm. though. I like that. One, two, five. Good, aren't I? Yeah, you could. I was, like. I was on the spot, you see. Yeah, panicked. Yeah, yeah. Panicked and I just threw a number out. The it was the adrenaline that, that helped. It, it, was the, it was the caffeine. Um, so 12 hours later, yeah. 10 to 12 hours later, you're going to have... 125 milligrams of right. caffeine in your, right. in your system. If you have 100 milligrams of caffeine, mm. 12 hours later, mm. you're going to have 25 milligrams of caffeine. I see. In, and, in that, and that's called the quarter life. That's called it? the quarter life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So to be completely clear of caffeine, of, of all caffeine, are we saying like, do you have to wait a long, long time? Is it 24 a hours? A long time. Then? See, and the thing, this is what you've got to remember. With habitual caffeine use, mm. you don't just have a couple of cups of coffee. Why am I struggling to say cups of coffee today? Cups of coffee. And again? Cups of coffee, lad. Thank you. Thank you, Queen. <laughs> I've lost my fucking train of thought now. It's because of the way I said cups of coffee. It is, yeah. You did it for me. So it's hard to discuss science with a th- with if you t- if you go to scouts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be laughing, you. You're not from here. You can't laugh. Listen, lads, what's so what the were, quarter? What were we saying? <laughs> the quarter life of caffeine. And then I asked you, right, yeah. how long does it take for all that caffeine to just be gone out of your system yes, and that? you did. So here we go. So what you need to remember <laughs> is habitual caffeine users, they don't just have a couple of cups of coffee in the morning. Yeah, They'll get up in the morning, feel absolutely goosed because yeah. they haven't slept. Straight away, they are um, caffeinated. Mm. Then as the caffeine starts to lose its effect, mm. you're going to have more caffeine mm. and you're going to have more caffeine. So you have maybe, maybe you have one or two cups in the morning. Maybe you get to work mid morning. Mm. You have a, a coffee break. You have another coffee with your lunch. You inevitably get the 3 PM energy slump, which everybody gets. Mm. A big part of that is because you're the the effect the caffeine's having on the adenosine in the brain is massively beginning to reduce. What's adenosine? Adenosine is that's 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 why we feel tired. It's called sleep pressure. Oh, okay. Adenosine is a waste product of energy. Okay. Anything that we do physically or mentally requires energy. Mm. For us to think requires energy. Mm. 
a waste product of that energy is adenosine. Okay. And it's when the levels of adenosine slowly build up over the course of the day mm. that it's called sleep pressure. When that pressure gets to a certain point, that's when mm. we drift off. The okay. way that caffeine works is it almost, it puts a blindfold on the brain mm. so the brain can't see the adenosine. It, can't, it, it just doesn't feel the effects of right. the adenosine. That's really interesting, that. That adenosine's still building up, though. So you're so, still knackered. So you're still, the, the sleep pressure is still building up. But it's your what, brain it's what, doesn't it's what, a caffeine, it. it's, what, it's what the caffeine crash is. Right. So, you know, um, you could have a couple of cups of coffee, mm. you know, pre-workout, you're feeling very good. Mm. You're mm. feeling on top of the world. Mm. And then you just go. Yeah. That's because that massive buildup of adenosine that's been just topping itself up all mm. day, everything mm. you do, it's the waste product building up. When that caffeine starts to wear off, the adenosine mm. just goes, right, and that's when you go. Oh. So the blindfold suddenly off, and yeah. then the brain goes. Oh, yeah. I actually was. The tired brain starts this whole to time. go. I'm <laughs> like a lad. and peek out of the blindfold, sees yeah. all the adenosine, and yeah. collapses. But yeah, that's 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 how it works. You look like Stephen French lifting up a balaclava. Then I wouldn't. I wouldn't even know. What I'm the devil. Like. What are you going <laughs> to do about it? The devil is here. <laughs> so, um, so if. I'm daily uh, saying I'm, I'm having like an espresso's worth of coffee in yes. the morning. Then I do a pre-workout or, yes. or whatever. When it comes time for bed, you know, 11 o'clock at night, I'm not that tired. As I know that different people have different levels of sensitivity to caffeine, yes. don't they? And that's genetic. Yeah. I think I'm quite sensitive to it. Yeah. So it's perfectly reasonable for me to say that's probably given me some, or it's certainly contributing to oh, sleep 100%, issues. 100%. Right? Absolutely. No, no, I would say the majority of people, because people don't quite realise caffeine, uh, coffee, mm. it's, it's just a cup of coffee. I'm Harmless. It's, it's Your fine. grandmother drinks it. Yeah. it can't My be nan drinks coffee. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. The reality is it's super addictive. Super, super, super addictive. Right. Which is why generally people as soon as you mention caffeine the yeah. wall they have this all this defensive mechanism comes yeah, up yeah, no, yeah. no I'm, I'm fine me I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. you know it's it doesn't have any effect on me I'm like well why are you sitting there jittering then so this is where I was going to go with you next actually is like um, speaking just as a drug it's quite and that's pa- that's what it is that's not it's a drug. kind of mess about it's, it's a drug, a drug. Yeah, uh, just it because is, yeah. it's legal and taxable it's still a drug I compare it to ephedrine mm-hmm when we used to do door work, sometimes mm-hmm. you'd go on the ephedrine and, you know, you get like a nice little buzz, keeps yeah. you warm, keeps your energy yeah. going during a six-hour shift, suppresses your hunger, quite useful. Fantastic. But you get acclimatized to it yep. inside of two yep. weeks, yep. three weeks. You need more and more. Yep, and and I, I, I hit points where it didn't matter what I took. I yep. just couldn't feel it. Yep. I don't know what that is. It's not, not hitting the neurotransmitters or whatever. It's just not receiving it in my brain. But caffeine... I know lads like me who take an ephedrine for years. They've done like, mm-hmm. they've even done clen and mm-hmm. different other things. And caffeine's the one. That's old faithful. You can still, no matter how burnt out you yeah. are. Caffeine is, <laughs> it's just. So it's got to be a powerful drug. It's insanely powerful. Right. It's, and, and what's worrying, mm. I don't give it to my kids. Mm. It's the only, I don't, want to, I don't know if it, I don't know if addictive is a little bit for, for kind of kids. Talk about addictions and kids, you kind of go, Oh, I didn't say that. It's the only drug that we give to our kids. Oh, I'd say it. I'd say it's appalling that it's normalised to give it to kids. I'm glad you said it. No, I think it's horrendous. If it was me, I'd be that weird dad who wouldn't even let their kids have Coke. 
I would, I'd be like, no, you don't. Hi there, no. No. I've, some people in my family, they give their kids Coke mm. at eight o'clock at night no. at a family dinner. No. And then they're like, they won't get up in the morning. I'm like, well, mm. isn't that a fucking mystery? Yeah. <laughs> given that you've given them all this sugar and caffeine now. I'll let my eldest Logan is 13. I'll let him have one can yeah. of Pepsi Max. Yeah. But not, you know, only in the, only in the morning, not, not anything. One can of Pepsi Max has got about 40 milligrams of caffeine in it. Well, I got into a rant uh, about this yesterday with a mate of mine and I said something, and maybe I'm wrong. Didn't France ban Red Bull for years? And I, I, there, there's, there's so many stories about Red Bull that... I'm sure we had Red Bull mm. for like six or seven years before France because they just said, nobody needs that much yeah. fucking coffee. Yeah. You don't need it. Now we let, it was actually about, it was a conversation I was having about education. They'd be like, well, what's the problem in the schools? And I'd be like, well, the kids come into schools and they're twitching and ranting mm -hmm. and rocking and mm -hmm. raving. And they're like, the person I was talking to was laughing. And I was like, no, literally, you've no idea no. what these kids have to listen to in a classroom. Because the other kids are there going, wah, wah. some of them are hitting themselves repeatedly. And they're like, well, they're special needs. I said, no, these are normal, what we class as neurotypical kids, but they've had a bag of what's it. Yeah. They've come in, they've chosen to, to spend their pocket money on like a can of monster, yeah. Red Bull, Red Rooster, all the and variations. The thing, the thing with energy drinks, I'm not anti-energy drink mm. before, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I know a lot of people um, in the coach industry, they're like massively anti-energy drinks. Mm. I'm not necessarily anti-energy drinks. Mm. However, I also think that they are probably not the best way for a lot of people to go. So they are, they have a, a good amount of caffeine in. A yeah. monster's got about 150 milligrams of caffeine in it, which yeah. is, you know, depending on which coffee you drink, it could be up to three cups of coffee. They also have an ingredient called taurine in it. Yeah. Taurine is specifically in there to reduce the feelings of anxiety. Is it really? Taurine is... I didn't know Not that. Not so much a relaxant. Oh yeah, T taurine kind of so goes against, get, so, so it removes it removes that. So you'll keep drinking it yeah. because otherwise you drink it and go, fuck, I don't yeah. feel very good yeah. here. I won't drink oh, God, this I again. See sounds. So they, yeah. give, they give you like, they give, what, what is that called a speedball or something? What did they used to take in America in the 80s? They'd take cocaine and Oh heroin. yeah, they'd, they'd take, yeah, they'd take, they'd take an upper yeah. so they have a great time and they take a downer so, so they, they don't get bed. anxious. Yeah, yeah, that's, well, that's, that's what, that's what, taur that's why taurine, taurine is in energy drinks. Okay. That's, that's why Red Bull was banned in France because of the taurine. Oh, it was um, the taurine that caused... They then bought out a version without the taurine, which is now allowed, apparently. I've just Googled it. Oh, okay. So, okay. So it's just being Googled. So France banned Red Bull because of the taurine, not because of the caffeine. Apparently, yeah. When they brought out the version without taurine, France said, that's okay. Apparently. And you, and you can get it now. Okay, thanks that, for clearing that's that That's probably because it's the taurine is like... I don't even know what you'd kind of... What you'd... What you'd compare taurine to... Taurine is taking away the jitters and the horribleness, yeah. So that you keep drinking it. That's appalling. That's yeah. like that's like putting additives in food that make you more hungry, or you yeah, know, well, uh, that's... dandruff shampoo that gives you dandruff. Yeah, 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 and, you know, yeah, keep, yeah. Keeps you on that on the purchasing mill. Yeah, it just keep it just it keeps you keeps you enjoying the product. Yeah, without the you know, if you have three cups of coffee, God, you'd be you don't feel be, too good. Oh, you'd be, yeah. you'd be horrible, yeah. especially if you weren't if you weren't going to do anything that required the energy. Because it's okay in the gym. When you've got a sweat on and you're banging well, through your workout, you feel, yeah. you feel, but if you just I think to it's, sit there. I think caffeine as a performance aid mm. is really, really good. Caffeine mm. uh, reduces, um, 
what we call the rate of the rate of perceived exertion. So it makes mm. things feel that little bit easier. Yeah. It it reduces the the sensation of pain. So when you're training, you can just push through yes. that barrier a little yeah. tiny bit. Caffeine as an ergogenic aid mm. is awesome. Okay. However, if you're going to just sit at your desk yeah. and have three or four cups of coffee, yes. you're just going to be an absolute scatty mess. You're going to feel anxious. Yeah. So when people come to me and they say they're anxious or they're depressed or emotionally dysregulated, I know that you're, you specialize in, in sleep and lifestyle now. Um, we, I really should be talking to them about caffeine usage. 100%. 100%. Anybody, anybody who I talk to, because mm. people do come to me with feelings of depression. Mm. They come to me with feelings, uh, of, with anxious feelings. Mm. And when you dig into it, a lot of the time, mm. they are habitual caffeine users. And what we tend to find is caffeine is the most abused kind of upper. I yeah. would say. But then when we flip that around, they pair it with alcohol because they believe alcohol helps them sleep. <laughs> two, it's a very brutal way of two looking at your own body. Isn't insanely it? damaging physically, mentally, and emotionally. Yeah. You have too much caffeine. You're scatty. You're anxious. You're horrible. You yeah. don't want to make phone calls. You don't want to have human, human content, mm. human contact. You have too much alcohol. Mm. And then it's the exact opposite. You, you're just you're just a complete mess. You, you, your feelings of depression mm. are, are massively amplified. Alcohol affects sleep negatively as well, right? Yeah, alcohol stops you. One of the phases of sleep is uh, dream sleep, REM sleep, rapid eye movement, like the mm. band. Mm. Uh, if you have alcohol, if you've got alcohol in your system, mm. it dramatically reduces the, the body's ability to generate that dream sleep. And it's that dream sleep mm. which is primarily responsible for emotional regulation. Yeah, I remember you saying this to me a few months ago and I was like, okay, that that's important. I need to start emphasizing this more with with like followers, clients, people who people who uh who buy my material because I've not really covered it. Um as far as so just coming back to the sleep issue again. Yeah. Yep. If you're consuming caffeine and you're consuming alcohol or any lifestyle choices you're making that are damaging your sleep, and you have PTSD or you have CPTSD or any kind of trauma, you are hampering your body's physical capacity to process trauma and regulate emotions. 100%. So we've got caffeine. Mm. We've got caffeine reduces the body's ability to generate deep sleep. Mm. Deep sleep mm. is physical regeneration. Mm. So you're going to feel achy. You're going to feel sore. You're going to feel lethargic. You're going to struggle mm. to... Um, lose lose weight if you're looking mm. at losing fat because because you're just not gonna you're just not gonna heal yeah. physically you're not gonna heal yeah and then we've got alcohol is reducing your ability to generate REM sleep so that's damaging your ability to to regulate emotions and heal emotionally so too much caffeine too much alcohol mm. it's just an it's just a recipe for physical mental and emotional disaster yes plus you're going to be making decisions with not enough sleep, too much caffeine. You're already anxious. You're going to be spiking like a fight flight response. You could be more aggressive. Mm -hmm. You could be more cranky, damaging your interpersonal relationships with alcohol. Well, we all know the problems of alcohol because prisons are full of people who did stupid things when they were drunk or yeah. high on drugs. Yeah. I mean, I think they said with violent offenders in some studies, they found almost 0% of a violent offense was totally unrelated to alcohol. Mm -hmm. They couldn't, they couldn't, 
break the connection. Yeah. It's a, occasionally it happens, but typically people go way too far when it comes to interpersonal violence because they're disinhibited by, by alcohol. It's yeah. A, it's a big yeah. It makes alcohol makes things seem uh, rational. It makes things seem normal. It's yeah. like, it's, it's why people generally, when they've had a few beers, they'll climb up scaffolding. Yes. I, this is stuff that I've done in the past. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't do that sober. No, no. Does no. It? You'd be like, yeah, no. Does you have a few beers and you're like, I'm climbing that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stunts. I remember when yeah. we were younger, we do we do stunts. It was like jackass. I remember the last one I did, we were on a footpath in York. I was walking with my mate and one of his mates who I didn't know, you know, these like gates like, like that they have on footpaths. He said, I dare you to jump through that. And I was doing loads of Aikido at the time where you do a run and then you do a jump and a fly and then a oh, roll. Of course, yeah. And I was like, mate, I do Aikido. I can jump through that. Hold me beer. Hold me fucking beer. <laughs> so I ran really hard at this gate to get enough momentum. And I, I did the jump like that. And then I caught my shoulder and I caught my hip. And then I was like, dunk, dunk, dunk. And then flopped on the other side. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop doing that now. <laughs> That's the last time I'm doing any of these fucking stunts because, yeah. No, it's uh, the the, dis- the disinhibition factor is is huge. So the reason why I got, I got you in today is because um, I was thinking for myself just personally, like I need to stop. Mm-hmm. I need a hard break because... You know, we don't, I mean, we've discussed this before. The ego is is cunning and there's always going to be some excuse. If you say, I'm not going to eat this or I'm not going to. 100%. Just, to, just today, just, just yeah. the once. I'm, try, I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be you good. Either, you, you're either trying yeah. or you are. Yeah, there's, there is no. If you're, if you're, tr- as soon as you say, I'm trying, yeah. you're literally just opening yourself up for someone to go, oh, go on. Well, go, okay, then I will. I'll I just will, have this one. I will. Yeah, go but, on, if, then. But, but if you then go, no. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to drink? Uh, if you've got two people at a bar, this is this is one that I, I generally use. And it's not a joke, by the way. And there's two, no horses going to walk in. Two people at a bar. If you've got two people at a bar, both of, them are, both of them are on a similar journey, similar mission. Yeah. Part of that mission is they want to get rid of alcohol. Yeah. You've got a third friend. He's bad influence, this guy. Yeah. His name's Richard Grant. I just going to say, we know who he is. <laughs> do you want to drink, boys? One of them goes, oh, I'm trying to be good. Yeah. The other one just goes, no, thanks, mate. I don't drink. Yeah. Out of those two people, yeah, who's having a drink? Yeah. I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm. 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 I'm trying. Yeah. Don't push me. Yeah. I'm trying to. Oh, go on. I'll have one. Yeah. I just have one. Yeah. So it, it's. I think it's a. It's such a powerful statement to yourself. Yes. If you if you just have a, like like you've just said a hard reset. No, I'm yeah. not doing it. You, you just reminded me of when I was doing the door, I think I was still working with you in Liverpool on Victoria Street when we were on Mosquito. And I'd say to people, look, I've obviously got a problem with cocaine because yeah. I'm doing it at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Can you just not? And people go, just have a bit. And I'd go, I can't. And they go, go on. And I'd go, okay. Yeah. That was Liverpool. And then I moved to Tenerife. And when I got to Tenerife, I was actually living with people who were dealers. But I said to them, look, I have a problem. And they didn't know me like that. So I was just like, listen, I have a problem. Never offer me anything and tell your mates and tell everybody. And it just became a thing. Like socially, it was just accepted. And if you did offer offer me, mm-hmm. you're a dickhead. Yeah. And people would be like, don't, because it was just established. Yeah. That was a hard, but I had to go to another country yeah. in order to do that. Yeah. Hard, hard boundary reset. Yeah, I think you need it. So with this, what I, what I was either going to do, I was going to do it on my own. And then I thought, well, if I say publicly, I'm going to do it. 
And if I tell you I'm going to do it, yeah. and I tell the people who follow me I'm going to do yeah. it, and then I invite some people to do it w- mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. and have you oversee it, then I'm definitely going to do it. I'm de- because you just you've, you you've, de- you've got a much stronger chance, yeah, of coming out of the other end, yeah, victorious. Oh, we love victory. You've got it. You've got yeah. I always think if you can, if you can declare. Declare yeah. to the world, declare to the universe. Yeah. Whoever you want to declare to, yeah. if you tell people, this is what I am doing. Yes. Can you help me? Yes. You yeah. are going to get through it. If you keep it to yourself and go, I shouldn't have this drink. I shouldn't have this drink. I shouldn't have yeah. this drink. I just have this one. Yeah. 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 Y- you're doomed to fail. You've got no, sometimes we need a bit of pressure. Yeah. Pre- I think so. I think pressure is good because I don't think this is going to be easy. I don't think this is going to be, a, you know. Good. Yeah. Disappointment comes from mismanaged expectations. So on that subject, before before I tell people what we're doing and, yeah, yeah. O- and open up to people, not to frighten anybody or frighten me, uh, caffeine withdrawal, mm-hmm. what can people, I mean, I have drunk coffee, some form of caffeine has entered my system mm-hmm. every single yeah. day yeah. for decades, probably two decades, mm-hmm. let's say. What can I expect? Everybody's different. Okay. I've given up caffeine a few times. I felt absolutely fine. Did you really? Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is which is crazy because at one point I was so I was having probably eight or nine coffees. Really? Oh, easy, easy throughout the whole day. Throughout, throughout could the you day, sleep yeah. after that? Um, I thought I could. Turns out I was telling myself a big fat story. Right. Um, it's it's not you know it's not the caffeine. It's because of this that and the other. It's not the caffeine that I'm lying here at one o'clock in the morning. It can't be the caffeine. It must <laughs> be something else. Anything, but got to be something else. Yeah. Yeah. You find that you must find that when, when you're doing like uh, diet nutrition advice with people, and it's always give me some solution that doesn't involve me not eating dessert. <laughs> anything, 100%, anything, yeah. just leave me my cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I spoke about this the other day actually on social media. Yeah, you've 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 either got two options. The, the first option is be absolutely fine. Just yeah. just accept that you're not willing to do what it takes. You're not willing to do the work. <laughs> Go about your business. Everything's fine yeah. if that's the way that you want to be. Or you can open door number two. Yeah. And you can just do the work. Yeah. You can stop talking about it. You can stop complaining about the way that you look, the way that you feel, the way that yeah. you behave, the way you perform. Yeah. You can do the work. Yeah. But it, and, and doing the work, it's called work for a reason. Yeah. It's outside the comfort zone. 100%. It's, it's not a tickle. Yeah. It's not a massage. Yeah. You're actually going to have out, to do... When we, when we look at reducing caffeine and reducing alcohol, alcohol... Alcohol is especially weird. Yeah. Whenever you tell someone that you're not drinking, yes, it's got to be the only drug yeah. that when you tell people you're not doing it, they think you've got a problem. Which says something about our culture. It says, I mean, especially for Brits. I'm uh, sure. I'm, uh, I'm gonna have a, a couple of weeks off the booze. Are you okay? Yeah. 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 Why aren't you drinking? Why have you stopped taking this really harmful drug that kills people in the millions every year? Why aren't you ingesting ethanol and and rotting your insides? Why aren't you poisoning (laughs) your liver? Talk to me. Is everything okay? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. I'm coming off heroin. Oh, lad. What's wrong with you? Why, mate? Why would you do that? Are you okay, lad? Yeah, yeah. I'm no longer injecting heroin between my toes. It's weird. I've I've had a few phases of sobriety is the posh word, isn't it? I've had a few phases where I've just give up the ale. Yeah. And the f- people's first reaction, they're concerned. Yes. Is everything okay? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I've just, I've just got a lot to do. We, we've hyper-normalised it to an insane oh, degree. Ridiculous. Brit, Brits, Brits are crazy. And it's a weird thing. Like the Spanish always bring this up with me. 
So once once the Spanish, if I'm living over in Spain and they realise I can speak a bit of Spanish, they'll they'll have a chat with me. And when they get comfortable with me, at some point they're going to bring it up. They'll be like, "What's wrong with your people?" Like it's a, because that we're known as yeah. a wealthy nation. Mm. Some of the Spanish don't like Brits because of the way we act abroad and that, but mm-hmm. but most Spanish do in tourist areas because apparently we're good tippers. We are we're a pain in the arse because we're loud, but we tip well right. and generally generally fairly polite. So we're okay. And they're like, "But why do you, why?" Because they drink, mm-hmm. they're like, "We'll have a drink, a glass or two, and a bit of a dance, mm-hmm. and then we go home." Why do you have to drink yeah. until you puke? Three bottles of vodka. It's weird. And I'm, it's and mad, I'm like, isn't it? I don't know. It's and, just... then, and then complain all week why you, you know why you're crying into your breakfast. <laughs> I'm really depressed and mm. I've no idea can't, why. That's yeah. I can't None. think why that would be. <laughs> There's no correlation here. No, no, it's not that. It's not the fact that you've been on a bender all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Have you asked anyone else? <laughs> well, and it comes with the things, doesn't it? Because I was talking to a lad there who who does the editing for Trigonometry down south. He's from here, he's from Liverpool. And he said that it's normalised now for, for Liverpool, for mm-hmm. people of a certain age, you go out and you have a drink and then you have a bag. Mm-hmm. And you just think you wouldn't be disinhibited enough to do that without the alcohol. No. I'm not saying alcohol leads to cocaine. That would be a stupid claim. But if cocaine's there and you're not going to take it, you'd be more likely to to fail on that boundary if you've got alcohol inside your system. Oh, alcohol makes everything okay. So, so that, and that's psychology. No, it's sound. We'll it, just yeah. do it. Yeah, it's to it, lad. Yeah, you weren't saying that half an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> two, two pints deep now. The world I'm, has changed. Yeah, I'm a different person after these, <laughs> after these two Stellas. So my idea was to, you know, they usually say like it's 21 days to, to break a habit mm-hmm. or build a habit, mm-hmm. was to do 20, this was for myself originally. I was like, Let's see if my insomnia is caffeine related or not. Sort the sleep hygiene out. Have no coffee. Get into a regular sleep cycle. Uh, chat to you about it and just keep a journal. And I thought, no, I'll, I'll open it up to people mm-hmm. and, and set up an accountability group. Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to join me in trying to kick the caffeine habit, it's not a course per se. Danny's going to be there answering questions. We will do interviews and stuff as issues come up. Yep, sounds good. There will, be, there will be oversight and te- techniques and assistance, but it's really an accountability group for 21 days. Kick caffeine. We're going to have another couple of rules in there as well. Digital sunrise and digital sunset. Mm-hmm. Could you explain that to people? Cool. So a digital sunrise and a dig- digital sunset is a period of the day where you put your phone away. So for me, for me personally, eight o'clock at night until eight o'clock in the morning, my phone goes away. Yeah. There's, there's a few reasons for this one that when we look at physically, yeah. the light in the eyes yeah. is reducing the, the body's ability to produce melatonin. It's melatonin is the hormone, which basically sends us to sleep. Yeah. So, you're looking at your phone all night. You're lying in bed scrolling. You're shining this light in your eyes. It's not melatonin, is it? That's the skin pigmentation. No, it's melatonin. Is it really? Yeah. And what, what am I thinking of? You're thinking of... Melanin. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Um, yeah, so we've got, you've got the, the physical disruption. Yeah. And then we're living in this hyper-stimulated world where... When, when we just don't allow ourselves to be bored. Yeah. We're always fidgeting. We're always looking. There's actually yeah. a setting on your phone where you can see how many times a day mm. you pick your phone up. Is that really? That's terrifying. 
Just nervously, just terrifying. Phone. Uh, that was like 193 times a day. Oh, that's horrible. And then... I don't even want to know. It, tell, it tells It even tells you what is the first app you go to. That's interesting. It's and really from a, interesting. From a psychological point of view, I'd be like, hmm, what really? are you, you could probably tell what you're hungering for when you pick up that phone really? by the well, app you go well, to. This is, prob- this is probably for another video, but yeah. that these apps, these phones, they're designed with top behavior psychologists. Yeah, they're yeah. designed to keep you on the platform. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. spoke about this today in the gym when we were talking yes, about yeah. the way that Facebook ads act. Um, yes get their data yeah. by the, the amount of time you spend on, on a certain platform. Yeah. So we've got the hyper-stimulation. You, you're going to be triggered all the time. Yes. So when you're lying in bed at night and you're supposed to be resting, you're supposed to be relaxing, you're going to be thinking about what that guy said. Yeah. And you're going to be thinking about, why hasn't she liked my picture? Yeah. I can't believe she hasn't liked my picture. Yeah. Or why, why wasn't I tagged in that picture? Yeah. Or all oh, my mates have had a night out. Why wasn't I invited? Yeah. All these things. That picture just... of me in a thong in Dubai. Why didn't it get more likes? Yeah. And why, why, why? Do you know how many I glute like... workouts I did before that picture of For me in a thong in Dubai? I was devoted. Love of God. Beggar's belief, Richard. <laughs> Beggar's belief. So that's, so this is, that, that's why I'm a massive fan of reducing phone activity at night. So this is your yeah. digital sunset. So you, so you're permitting your brain to get bored just to, and to just wind to, Just down. to calm down, just yeah. to relax. Yeah. And then first thing in the morning, you are so emotionally sensitive when you first wake up. Yes. It's, it's why you just people just don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Uh, a lot of this is to do with caffeine, but we'll, we'll yeah. cover all this yeah. uh, as, as we kind of go through. Yeah. So if you're in this hyper-emotional, hyper-sensitive state when you wake up in the morning, yeah. if you pick your phone up, and see that Richard Grannon hasn't tagged me yeah. in a picture of, in a thong. Why would I dream of doing that? You're going to get upset. And you, and you, you already have. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get triggered. And then you're going to probably, or if someone comments on, on something, you're going to get triggered and you're going to respond in an emotional, you're going to react. Yes. And you're probably going to say something that you regret saying. Well, to use the psychology terminology, uh, you could even go so far as to say that's an instrument of emotional dysregulation. 100%, man. So if you're trying to heal and you're trying to overcome some horrible trauma, you know, jumping on forums where people are describing horrible trauma and then turning off at two in the morning when you finally go to sleep and then turning it back on at eight o'clock in the morning. You've not not even got out of bed. No. You've literally, the the first... Cognitive experience you have of the day is getting triggered by someone on social media. In your most vulnerable, you're, you're half-dressed or naked, mm. in bed, not fully awake. Nope. When are you more, and you're just letting strangers yep. just run around yep. the living room of your mind. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> dirty shoes And then <laughs> what, I, what I've noticed is if- Wanking on the couch. If, <laughs> Sorry. If that's your first experience of the day- Yeah. You're going to be, that sounds a little bit hippy-dippy-doo-doo when I say this, you're going to be um, attracted. You're going to notice more stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm with so that. So you're going you're gonna to be triggered emotionally when, yeah. as soon as you wake up in the morning. You're going to go downstairs. There, there's going to be a plate on the side and you're going to yeah. go, why, why is that still there? Yeah, and yeah, you're just yeah. gonna you're gonna see the negative and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas you'll, if you'll you start being at that vibrational yeah, frequency in some yeah, mad way, man, you? man. Well, you, 
and it's it does sound it it sounds it sounds out there, but it's yeah. it's a hundred percent a thing. Yeah. I I know and from what experience. What people need is two juice head X storm and telling them, listen, you're vibrating at the wrong. You're vibrating, vib- vibrate faster, vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> what you want is more of that. But it's 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 definitely the way it goes, isn't it? 100%. You want you want to protect in that hippie dippy way your vibe. You man. want to protect your energy. You, you, yeah. you there needs to be a transition period from yeah. being asleep yeah. to facing the day. Yeah. So f- for me personally, I don't look at my phone. Yeah. I look at I check my sleep data, but I don't go on social media until eight o'clock in the morning. So from right. eight o'clock at night till eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I don't scroll social media. I yeah. don't, I've done it. I've done it so much in the past. I've checked my emails first thing in the morning. Yeah. I've had a snotty email and it's ruined my week. Yes. Because I've reacted. Yeah. I've overreacted generally. Yeah. And it's caused loads of problems. Once it's gone, it's gone. Once you, once you send something to someone, yeah. you can't bring that back. Yes. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you say something that you then reread the email with when your eyes aren't as blurry and yeah. you go, Oh God. Oh dear. That's, nowhere near as bad as it was 20 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so having that period, just like when you go to bed, you're having a transition period from wakefulness to sleepiness. Yes. If you flip that around, you are going to benefit from having a transition period in the morning Yeah. from when you go from hyper emotional, like a, like a sponge yeah. of, um, I don't even know. You're very vulnerable. You're, in a, you're like you said. You're, you're in a childlike state. Super vulnerable, which is good. That means super you've had a good vulnerable. sleep. You're born in you. You're like a baby. Mm. Your neuroplasticity is back. You're open. You're vulnerable. You're not jaded and cynical as you would be at the end of the day. You're, you're really born again in, in some ways in the morning, and you should protect that space. Enjoy it for I don't know ten minutes before you open up the gateway to hell. Yeah. Well, called I, Instagram. I, yeah. So <laughs> social media in general, I think. I think if. If your phone is the first thing you touch in the morning, yeah, you need to have a little chat with yourself. It should be your pee-pee. It should be your pee-pee-pee-pee. Can you look into the camera and just say, I'm Danny Wilson, it should be your pee-pee? I'm Danny Wilson, it should be your pee-pee. I'm Richard Grannon, it should be your pee-pee. Do you know when I, last time we did this? Yeah, this serious. We got so much grief yeah. for being camp. Yeah. And I don't know why. No, me neither, Dan. I uh, I mentioned my girlfriend, didn't I? Yeah. And I got, I don't know how many comments I got saying, and they were just going, girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. what? As if. <laughs> didn't you get shit off scousers for saying girl wrong? They said, because we're from the world, we say gull instead I got, of girl. I got it. <laughs> gull. I got called a wool. I got, I got, co- I got listen, I got called, I got a called fucking wool. Oh, a woolly back. A woolly back. A woolly, a woolly back. That's fucking racism, that. You scouse bastards. And it's going to happen again. Isn't it? <laughs> That's because you're a pair yeah. of fucking wolves. Oh, it's me again. <laughs> I've not commented on your stuff for about six months now. <laughs> you people from the world. Turns out I was right though, wasn't I? Yeah. Yes, yeah. fair play, mate. It's the way we say road as well. Yeah. It, it triggers scousers. Why do you I say road like say that? Triggers, triggers them. <laughs> These are <these> scouse folks. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh well, uh, we've got. We've just we've, been cancelled. We've uh, yeah done done. You've got. We've got a structure for the twenty-one days. We've got rules that we want people mm-hmm. to follow. 
it's not boot camp style. It's going to be, no. we're all adults. We're all trying to get it done. If you slip up and you do whatever, you just share it with the group. And it, it's an accountability group moving you in the right direction. You don't mm-hmm. have to compare yourself to anybody else. I think that's do, that though, when you do slip up, because you're going to slip up. Yeah. What we are doing. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's not, like you said, let, let's not scare people, but yeah. let's not pretend that this is going to be a, a tickling competition. No, it's not. It's going to be difficult. Yeah. You are going to slip up. There are going to be days where you don't do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Going into the accountability group and knowing that other people have messed up too yeah. is going to make things so much easier for you to stand up, dust yourself off and carry on. Yeah. But if you think you're the only person that's messed up, yeah. the chances of you getting back on the horse, as it were, yeah. they're very, very slim. Oh yeah, yeah, 100%. What I was thinking of doing is that we would say like, there's five things you need to do each day. No caffeine, keep your sleep cycle, digital sunset, digital sunrise, so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. got the five rules. And we just have a, we just, we just, you just score yourself out of five mm-hmm. every day. Brilliant, yeah. And you go two Perfect. out of five, three out of five, four, this is what happened, this is how I felt. Mm-hmm. I did do, uh, I said I'd, I'd been unbroken with caffeine for, for a couple of decades. I did it once in Malaysia when I was living in Kuala Lumpur and I went caffeine free for a week. And there was days where I just fell asleep at two o'clock in the afternoon. Literally, mm-hmm. I just, I, I, oh, I, yeah. I remember once chatting to a taxi driver and just, I just felt, I, I can't, I can't stay awake. I just nodded off while he was talking mm-hmm. to me. It's going to happen, He's right? He's a boring guy. It was dull as fuck. Dull dishwater. Fucking hell. Oh. I was like, would you stop going on at me? <laughs> um, so, it's not it's not one of those things where like it's hyper competitive or it's an orthodoxy, like you've got to pass the purity test. I'm gonna screw up. I mean, some of the rules on this I know I can't meet because of I've committed to work stuff, mm-hmm. like we're supposed to have regular sleep cycle. Yeah. I, I'm not hitting five out of fives for twenty twenty one days. But if they're after twenty one days, for me personally, what I wanna know is how dependent am I really on this drug? This hyper-normalized, taxable, legalized drug. My mum doesn't judge me for taking it. My grandmother mm-hmm. used to offer it me every time. It's yeah. so yeah. normal. And, and am I going to be going, wow, I'm I'm sleeping better. I'm recovering from yeah. training better. Man. Food cravings mm-hmm. are like reduced. You know what, you know what I, I love about this whole, the story that people tell themselves around, yeah. around caffeine. I need yeah. it. I need it. Yeah. I need it. I'm not addicted. Yeah. You listen to yourself. <laughs> yeah. What it does, when we address it, and when you realise that it actually is a story. Yeah, yeah. It's habitual. Getting up in the morning, turning the coffee pot on without even opening your eyes. Yeah. It's habitual. You don't actually need it. Yeah. Once you, once your eyes are open to that is a story. Yeah. It really makes you think, what else am I telling myself? Yes. What, what else am I stopping myself doing? Yeah. By telling myself, I can't do it. Yeah. Telling myself I'm addicted. Yeah. Is is it can I lose weight or yeah. is it the story that I tell myself yes. that I can't lose weight? Yeah. Well, I didn't think I could give up caffeine and I have. Yeah. I didn't think I could reduce my caffeine, I didn't think I could reduce my alcohol and I have. Yeah. What else am I lying to myself about? Yes. And that whenever I work with clients, that's that's a real powerful moment that. Yeah, yeah. Because it opens the doors to other areas that you can improve. Well, it's a it's a gateway to a higher state of consciousness. Mm-hmm. It sounds pretentious saying it, but in a very practical day to day level, you think at one level of consciousness, and if you can go, oh well, you know, I seem to be living a story here, yeah. and other people yeah. are living stories. You've literally just upgraded your consciousness. You can 100%. now think about life in a different yeah. way, hundred percent. And having a, the brain 
it works well with reference experiences. So if we say that is true and you accept it intellectually, that's one thing. But if you've lived that Mm -hmm. and you have that reference experience, you go, well, I used to believe, as you said, Mm -hmm. couldn't live without caffeine. Then I woke up and found, actually, I can. I lived lived the experience of knowing I was trapped inside of a false narrative. That's really sort of embodying that that knowledge, isn't it? You're Mm -hmm. then living it at that point. Okay, so 21 days... People, if you want to join, there's going to be a link uh, in the more information bar below. I'll pin a comment below. It's just an accountability group. Danny's going to be there giving us oversight. If you've got questions, if you need guidance, it's not a course as such, but we will do more interviews. Danny will upload a few uh, videos into there and that, and he can offer you uh, lifestyle guidance and and, uh, guidance on sleeping as well. You've got a YouTube channel. What's the name of the YouTube channel where they can find you there? I don't know. It's Danny Wilson coaching. If is you, it? Yeah, if I put that into the Is it the Danny search, Wilson coaching or is Danny if, Wilson nutrition? If I put that into the search bar on YouTube, I find you. Okay. Yeah. My YouTube channel is Danny Wilson coaching. Sound. Nice. Um, all right. That's it, eh? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think we've, I think we've, um, I think we've opened the floodgates here. You think? Yeah. You can feel it. I think, I think the way, the way it's gone is there's going to be a lot of people watching this video going, wow, I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. This is interesting. Yeah. And I think it's, I think people, hopefully people, uh, and you, I, I, hopefully I, it's going to be one of those experiences, which it sounds dramatic when you say, it's going to change your life. But but it, it generally could, I think. Oh, if at the end of the day for this, like if I'm sleeping better, because it's been, game I've over. Been that's, that's that's drop mic and walk off. That's, yeah, yeah. You just got to sleep ridiculous. better. Now. What does that mean? Well, my hormones mm. work better. My yeah. moods are yeah. better. Yeah. My perception, my yeah. productivity, it's all changed yeah. because I now have a personality built half built around caffeine addiction. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and misery. <laughs> oh, I love that. Mm. Built around misery. Uh, if you want to join us, folks, it's a 21-day accountability group. Uh, the link is there below. If you want to find Danny, it's Danny Wilson Coaching on YouTube, and he's got an Instagram and a Facebook as well. Indeed. Uh, and the links will also be provided below. Danny, thanks very much for your time. This in. has been emotional as always. Always as emotional when yeah. you Dan. Ladies and gents, thank you very much for your time and for your attention, and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Cheers.